odds are, what is so funny? This month is associated with gaiety and laughter. Purim spiels and Purim shtick. And Chazal themselves draw this linkage. When we are taught in the Sefer Hayetzira that schok, frivolity or laughter, is one of the elemental characteristics of this month. Frivolty, gaiety, laughter, we don't generally associate these traits with Yiddishkeit. But more to the point, the question is, why particularly this month, this Yantaf of Purim, and this Yeshua, generally the Simcha through which we celebrate a Geula is not a Simcha of lightheartedness, but a Simcha of dignity. Think of a Pesach Seder and the way we celebrate Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Why, when it comes to Purim, is shtick and spiels the appropriate expression? So to deal with this question, we really have to understand what schok laughter is all about. Why do we laugh? Let's think of the proverbial slip on the banana peel. And everyone laughs at the poor fellow, the poor, poor Shlemiel, who slipped. Now, what is really so funny about slipping on a banana peel? When you break down the situation to its physics, the texture of the fellow's sneaker in relationship to the rubbery feel of the banana, there's nothing funny about this phenomenon per se that the person slipped. But of course we are laughing at the unexpected. It appeared from nowhere that someone who was walking straight across the room suddenly slipped. We laugh at the unexpected. That is what laughter is all about. Well, Purim is a story about the unexpected. Vinahapahu, turnabouts, it all shifted. When it seemed like Chal Yisrael was in the deepest, darkest trouble, that is when Yeshua happened. And the very situations which seemed to spell our demise and our decline. This very day, the 14th of Adar, which seems so designated for Lahashas Lahar Glabidus Kol Yehudim, became the source of greatest Yeshua. Purim teaches us never write yourself off. Life is filled with unexpected turnabout because Hashem is running the show. And man therefore really doesn't understand. Man's projections are not on the mark. Things are going to develop very different. Differently. And therefore laugh at life. Laugh at the foibles and error of human predictions. The Megillah spells out this sentiment very clear. When it tells us Purim is about what people thought, but what actually happened. The dissonance between human projections and actual reality. We human beings really don't know what's going to happen. Menstruch, 
got lucked. Man thinks, man schemes, God laughs. Because God knows the unexpected, what seems so unexpected to man, is so often what's going to materialize. And this is the joy of Purim. This is the joy of staring down our cynics. And I mean, each of us as individuals, we have our cynics. We have people who think we're not going to amount to anything in life. We have people who try to capitalize on our limitations and our vulnerabilities. And they have all sorts of negative projections about us. But we continue on with Bitachin, knowing Hashem is on our side. And therefore, the results are going to be very different. And are going to startle man. And therefore, life is very, very funny. Which takes us to one final, to understanding one final observance on Parham. And that is the whole notion of the drinking, the inebriation, the adlo yada in Araham and the Baruch Mardachai. Which the Mepharshim tells us relates to the constant inebriation we find in the Megillah. From the opening scene of the Mishta of Ahasuerush, the drinking feast of Ahasuerush, for the 180 days followed by the seven days. And then the Haman Vamelk Yashvulish Tos, when Ahasuerush and Haman drink over their collaborative decree to destroy the Jewish people. And then we have the Mishta of Esther, when Esther arranges a drinking party and invites Ahasuerush and Haman, and thereby lays a trap for Haman. Drinking parties throughout the Megillah, celebrated every year, commemorated every year, when we in turn drink ourselves to a silly Adloyata. And the question is, what is the deeper significance to wine to the story? Why does this Yeshua happen through wine? And why do we capitalize on the constant wine appearing in the Megillah as our means of celebration. It's more than simply a happenstance fact. Wine constantly appears, so hence we commemorate it through wine. Certainly the wine is picking up on something thematic. Well, the answer is alcohol points to man's limitations. Man is under the influence. Man is subjected to something else. Something which is almost playing with his mind and playing with his consciousness. Well, in the big picture, there is an influence. There is an under the influence in the human, in the human condition and the human story of much greater consequence than simply the effect of drinking. And that is the fact that we are under the influence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And just like the drunken man thinks he knows and thinks he understands, but it is so clear to those who are outside of him, you're drunk, you don't understand. You're almost being pulled by the chain. Well, Every human being, in some sense, is being pulled by the strings of the great puppeteer, Hashem himself. On Purim, we celebrate that man is under the influence. How limited man is. How human projections are so off the mark. 
And therefore, life is very, very funny. Life is startling. Life is filled with the unexpected. And as we said earlier, we therefore take solace every single day. When things seem difficult, when our predicament seems so dire, we know Yeshua can happen at any moment. Yeshua Hashem Kaharafayan. Because life is funny. Life is filled with the unexpected.